guys thanks for tuning in i hope the fan in my background isn't going to be too loud or noisy and i am not sure what's up with my throat it's either it's from smoke or incense burning um yeah i've been a little a little cough, a little clearing my throat. Um, got water right next to me, so I'm hoping, you know, I sound like I'm almost losing my voice, actually. Anyways. Um, yeah, a really, a really close friend of mine posted a, um, a video diary episode uh, that I... I really hope he'll continue doing um, really cool stuff. Um, and he touched on a lot of cool points that I was like, wow, yeah. Very, very well said. He's very well spoken. And um, I really liked everything that he had to say. You know, of course, you know, um, I'm definitely biased towards my friends. But also, you know, it. I was thinking about it from even like outside perspectives and thinking you know like even people who weren't who don't know him uh would probably find a lot of benefit from you know if he's recording video diaries and posting them uh with that type of content or other kind of like deep topic content i think it's definitely beneficial um yeah, we definitely spend a lot of our time with things that are ultimately kind of on the superficial end. And um, I've been studying a lot about happiness and energy fields and um, energy vibrations. Um So I haven't really organized how I was really going to talk about this. But overall, when it comes to happiness, it's an interesting thing. Um, You can be happy in almost any situation, right? Happiness is kind of relative. What I mean is, you know, I could be in a line of myself and 100 people. Um, yes, we're not going to have the same background. We're not going to have the same, you know, demographics and everything. But say we all witness the same experience, something simple. Say a hundred of us are standing out on, you know, on the sidewalk, lined up side by side in front of my parents' house. Um, and, you know, it's the 4th of July. It's not right now. It's already passed, but... Say, for the example, it's the 4th of July, and we're watching the fireworks, you know, from a distance, and you can hear them, and behind the buildings that are across the street, across the highway, across, you know, to other parts of the city, you can see the fireworks at different times of night, 
Um, for a lot of people, it's like, okay, it's a holiday. It's a happy experience. For some people, they might not like the noise. For some people, they might not like being around so many people. Some people don't like the traffic. You know, everyone has their preferences, right? But the interesting thing is when you take something like that, that's, you know, not even talking about the political background of it all or anything. Something as simple as a day off from work, a holiday with friends or family, and you're just doing the same thing that a lot of people are doing around in society. Um, you know, some people are going to be happy. Some people are not. <clears throat> some people are in between. Some people couldn't care less. Um, there's a range. You're definitely going to get a range. And it's like that with a lot of things. And if you take that idea and you think about, you know, happiness, um, there's kind of like the removed idea of happiness of like certain things that you think you know if I get here if I get there I'm gonna be happy later at a later time even if it's like when my shift is over I'll be happier than I am you know after once 401 p.m hits I'll be happier than I was you know at you know 7:59 a.m one minute before logging into work you know yeah I'll be able to focus on my own things. Maybe I don't have all all my same energy, but I won't be, you know, um, so concerned with whatever it is that I'm doing, maybe at work that makes me not want to be there or anything like that. Um, usually, you know, it's it's that's kind of a common thing that happens not just work not just school not just you know just the daily stuff that we do but um one thing i noticed that's common is that we tend to kind of go through the motions about things and the less freedom we have um there's there is kind of this sense of joy or happiness attached to it um <clears throat> but you know when we have our basic needs met um it really is kind of a, in a way it can be a choice um now i'm not talking about like severe mental mental health you know symptoms and things like that or, you know, people with chronic pain issues and those types of things. Like, I'm just talking about, you know, just if you're just thinking in general about, you know, where does happiness come from? And what is it that increases or decreases happiness? A lot of times it really is... Um, it's an energy, it's a vibration. It's mostly what it comes down to. Which is kind of weird, because I feel like we get so far removed from that. And thinking about, you know, topics and things and situations. I mean, I, I, I have 
very unhappy days. I have consecutive unhappy days. You know, I'll be all irritated and pissed off and angry for, like, no freaking good reason. Like, I'll wake up sometimes and be like, you know, like, F this. Like, I don't want to do this today, but I have to, you know. At my previous job, I remember, um, you know, I, I got in such a good track record, you know, of, you know, coming in all the time I think the first year I was officially employed I didn't take any days off um at all other than you know we were given weekends off and like national holidays and stuff but other than that I don't think I requested any day off at all um yeah I don't think I requested any day off not one and I um I did that to, you know, make sure I had a, a a good track record, make sure I had a, um, you know, I, I was kind of paying my dues, you know, I was like, get everything right, don't make any mistakes, you know, not work holidays, but you know, I, I, I didn't even request off like, you know, the day before holidays the monday off after holiday weekends like the typical kind of days that people request to spend extra time with family friends uh by themselves just recovering doing what they want to do and later on you know in the same uh job you know i started noticing i got a reputation for being very reliable you know um the clients didn't complain because I was taking good care of them. I wasn't just like out all the time. Um, staff was, you know, oh, you're reliable. You're going to be here, you know, so can you, you know, you know, can you check in with my client when you're, when I'm out and things like that. And like, it wasn't like always like extra, extra, extra work. It wasn't like that necessarily, but, um, you know, I, I got a reputation, you know, um, and then I'm not saying that later I was able to slack, not necessarily, but then I kind of noticed, you know, I could ask for like whatever day off I wanted, you know, um, you know, I never really took full advantage of it, but I'm just saying I, I would ask for whatever day off I wanted, never got pushed back, not once, not ever, um, I would ask, you know, and usually I would strategically take the holidays off that we already had off. And then I would request days off once everybody came back to work. It would be like maybe the week after a holiday, I would request day like that week off or half the week or whatever combined with the weekend. And I'd usually get four or five days off or something. And that was fine for me, you know. And the reason why I like taking days off that aren't necessarily national holidays first of all we get the national holidays off anyways second I don't really travel that far to a point where it needs to be such a long distance um another reason is that you know on holidays most national holidays um I'm mostly obligated to my family you know my parents my siblings um you know very close friends friends of the family I'm not usually just able to just run around and do my own thing. Plus, a lot of stuff is closed. If I want to, like, do something specific, a lot of stuff that I like to do is closed. And a lot of the public spaces, like the beaches or the, you know, depending on the time of year or, like, snowboarding in the mountains or whatever, everything's super packed. 
Um, everything's super expensive. Hotels are expensive. Everything is like overpriced. There's traffic everywhere. Parking sucks. Like for me, taking days off during the holiday isn't relaxing because I'm already like swamped um, with, you know, other other obligations and I can't just get out and do what I want. Right. So for me, taking holidays off was never I mean, I know everyone has their preferences, but it's just my own preference taking the actual holidays off it was like this this to me this doesn't make sense for my preferences and my um ideal way of spending my free time so that's why i still most of the time when i take days off it's like the week after the holiday when everybody comes back to work and you know your boss isn't gonna hassle because you're not like fighting for like okay we have to have at least this many people in the office who wants to be in the office, you know, like, I'll, I'll stay in the freaking office, I'm not going anywhere, um, and then everybody comes back to work, and then I leave, <laughs> you know, it's like, everyone else is coming back, they have to follow up with all their stuff, and I'm just, like, gallivanting around, you know, all the prices drop for everything, I can go out of town if I feel like it, you know, uh, flights are easier, hotels are cheaper, you know, there's a lot of stuff on sale because everybody's trying to get rid of all the holiday stuff, um, that other people didn't buy, um, it's not really the travel season anymore after whatever the holiday is, depending on the holiday, but, like, yeah, like, other, you know, sites are just trying to make money off of you, so it's, like, I kind of know, kind of, that's the trend of things, and I take days off when it's not, holidays and I find it a lot more relaxing uh everyone's kind of in town you know people aren't like out of town for like it's not Christmas it's not New Year's it's not you know Thanksgiving like people are in town versus out of town and I might want to hang out with them and spend time with them it's like everybody's back you know I can make plans to go see people in places because they've already done their traveling and come back home so I can actually do a little traveling and go see them so it's things like that where I'm like okay like I don't necessarily need those days off but um I don't know why I mentioned all that but basically just trying to say you know like a lot of people want to take days off work for their happiness or their mood or their energy and um you know, it can be hard to even do that, even though, even if it's owed you, even if it's rightfully your days off, you know, a lot of times, you know, you're going to get some pushback. Um, when I was a practicum student, I got pushback. Um, when I was in school, I got some pushback a little bit. Um, um, but, excuse me. Yeah, happiness isn't necessarily going to come from uh, that kind of thing, you know. um, Just because you have days off work doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be happier. It might, in a lot of cases, be a lot more stressful, you know. Sometimes, depending on the people that you might be required to spend more time with, it might be a stressful environment. Um, to have to be around certain people that you might not want to be around. Um, but yeah, free time is a big, a big deal. Uh, how people spend their own personal free time is a big deal. Um, a lot of times we're not really taught to pay attention to, 
you know, uh, energy frequencies um, at all. But, you know, we get so, you know, bogged down in the, you know, I can't afford this or this isn't fair, you know. And, you know, a lot of times you can have your basic needs cared for and be really, really happy and still have nothing. Or you can have your basic needs cared for and, you know, have nothing and be miserable because you want things that you don't have. Um, whether that's things you can purchase or things that, you know, are internal things or maybe like the way you look or the way you are or the people around you or a relationship you might want or something like that. You might just not have certain things that you really want. And, um, so maybe that's about the background of what I would want to say about, about happiness like on the surface kind of how it how it looks how we decide if we're happy or not and again I'm not trying to make light of you know people who have severe depression I'm not trying to make light of people who are grieving or people who you know have some internal struggles going on you know I'm not the type of person to just say hey be happy um but I think a lot of times it helps to look at happiness um, just look at it, just look at it, um, because, I mean, if you're like me, when you're not happy, you go through this whole, you know, habit in your mind of just repetitive, kind of like nonsense, like repeating nonsense, basically, is what I, what I would consider it. There's a lot of thinking about things that didn't go right in the past. This could have been better if that happened. That could have been better if this happened. Um, Why did I do that? Why did they do that? You know, Um, and then the dreaded things that are upcoming. You know, I I don't want to do this thing coming up. I don't know why this person is making me do these things that are coming up. I don't want to feel obligated to this. This is a lot of pressure coming up uh, or a lot of pressure now because of something coming up later. Um, And then usually it passes. And, you know, one day you kind of just realize you're feeling better. And it's like, why am I feeling better now than I was then? You know, like, what's up? Sometimes it can be just super basic stuff like not sleeping properly, not eating properly, not getting exercise properly, not taking proper breaks. That, I mean, that kind of stuff is golden and I know it's easy to overlook. But another thing that I think gets overlooked is um, something that's really important that is um, what contributes to your energy. What is it that makes your energy shift, right? If something or a situation or a combination of things can lead to unhappiness, you can reverse the process into happiness, right? Um, And mostly it boils down to frequencies. Now... I'm not going to go all like into some neurological thing, but in general, 
pretty much everything that we process as a human is processed in waves, right? Everything is a form of a wave to some extent. Um, What we see visually is due to waves, you know, frequency, light. Um, What we hear is due to waves, you know, audio waves. Um, As I'm recording, I'm looking at my phone and I see a representation of waveforms. Um, It doesn't show you a lot about it, but it shows you basically how loud you are being. It doesn't show you like the burst of energy. It doesn't show you necessarily like the forms of the letters, but it's all that stuff is all in waves as well. Um, And a lot of our body physically is impacted by, you know, either pain or different type of sensations pain, comfort, discomfort, tension, um, like relaxed muscles, you have your, you know, your, your breathing, I mean, it's all just different frequencies, it's, it was just really weird, right, that's all it really is, there are frequencies around us, and we respond to them, with emotion of some kind um but it's not always so apparent because we're usually so busy doing whatever we're doing that it's not the easiest thing to think about what is the frequency that's altering how i feel right now um a lot of times not always but a lot of times it can be changed and sometimes you know you know if you're if you're like me you you sometimes like to have like an emotional state of mind where maybe it's not even super positive i get a lot of benefit from not being in a good mood sometimes um on an artistic level musically um i'm not saying i'm like a skilled musician or anything but um I like to write music even though I don't share it with hardly anybody but it's mine and I like it and I do it anyways when I feel like it and usually I feel like it when I'm not in a good mood. Um I rarely create music when I'm feeling awesome. Um I tend to like darker sounds i tend to like metal i tend to like minor key music um and it's hard for me to really make music like that when i'm all like chipper and like bouncing around you know like and nobody wants to be like you know making like metallica covers or like lincoln park covers and all kinds of music like that when you're like in a good mood (laughs) you know you want to be just like floating around um you know having either negative energy or you know difficult emotions to be dealing with 
for me actually does help with the creative processes um and so i i do kind of sometimes when i'm in those states of mind i'm not so quick to be like let me get out of here let me get out of this mindset and change into something that feels good let me make myself feel better you know immediately you know for me that's not always ideal because I don't really get the full spectrum of the experience like sometimes I mean I'm not like I don't even know if I'm saying this correctly but like I'm I'm not saying that like I like wait for the days that I'm like not feeling good and I'm like thank god I don't feel good today like I'm not like that but it's just like I can see that it's you know there is something um to be that gets produced there's some benefit that comes from it um there's definitely way more non-beneficial things um that come from it but it's beneficial in some ways at least for creative processes sometimes um it's not good for the focus it's not good for you know wanting to to do things but it's good for you know actually having things to process and things to say like I feel like when I'm in a good mood I don't tend to process things as much um I don't sit and like ponder and think about things you know I really like to daydream I know that might sound like the weirdest thing on earth, but I love, you know, just like a Saturday morning, wake up, I'm not busy, it's probably 5.30 in the morning, you know, the sun's coming out a little bit, and I'm just like, yes, this is like ideal, like prime daydream time, you know, like I can just sit and think and let my mind just like go, and I'm wide awake and I'm just like, I don't have anything to do for a whole entire, at least the whole day for the most part. And even if I do have something to do that day, usually most people aren't awake at like five something in the morning. So I'm not doing anything at least till like eight or nine in the morning, which is still a little late for me. So yeah, I'm kind of on you know, on that level, kind of, like, a little bit, um, kind of, like, okay, it it can be weird, but I, I do think that there is a process to being able to, you know, create happiness, and again, like, I don't really think that it's necessarily good to ignore how you feel all the time. I don't think it's always good to process how you feel all the time. I don't think it's always good to be meditating all the time or, you know, like there has to be like a balance to things. And sometimes, you know, it's good to just listen to your body, listen to your mind and heart and think about like, you know, what is actually going on. Like sometimes we do need those kind of like bad moods to slow us down to kind of get us to kind of you know change something or get back on track with something or you know 
hit some kind of reset button somewhere along the line. Um, that's kind of how I see it anyways. And it's not, it's not easy though. It's not an easy, an easy thing to not feel good. But I think one place that it really can start is being able to shift your energy on purpose from different emotional states. Um, I think a lot of people have an easier time making themselves sad than they do making themselves happy. Um, For example, a lot of not a lot, but, you know, say if you're in an acting class or something like that where they're, like, make yourself cry or whatever. Or you're, like, you know, doing some kind of, like, presentation where you're, like, acting, right? Um, you know, if you actually are feeling that emotion, it's really going to be obvious. And if you're not feeling that emotion it's going to be obvious. Like, it's very subtle. Um, That's one thing that I really admire about actors is just, you know, how they are able to go through a range of emotions like that. And, like, I know for myself, I have a hard time with work because of the compassion fatigue. It's just, like, sometimes I'm like, man, like, I, I can't turn it off for work. I just can't. Um, and then I'm like, dude, I've got plenty other people in my life outside of my clients that, you know, deserve my energy and attention as well. And I've got nothing to give people sometimes. And that's not, that's not necessarily like the easiest place to be in where I'm just like, you know, somebody I actually want to like be around or talk to or catch up with is trying to like get in touch with me or catch up or something. And I'm like, I literally have no energy for this person. And not even because they're like annoying or anything like that, but just because I just gave all my energy to other other things. And I mean, energy is like one of the one of the most precious things that we have. We can give it away. We can make more of it. We can produce it. We can avoid it, kind of numb from it. We can alter it in a lot of different ways. Um, and just learning about it, um, learning how to shift your mind into a happy state is hard for people to learn how to do. It's hard for me to even explain, um, how to do it. And I'm not talking about if, you know, of course, if someone has a severe diagnosis of some kind, or if it's just like, you know, it comes in waves, comes and goes in waves where people just naturally get depressed. I mean, if you're in a depressed wave, you know, it it's not going to be necessarily like easy. I'm just talking about like just like a general like irritable day, like not necessarily like, OK, this has been going on for a long time. You know, why am I feeling like this? Like that might be something different. Um... But I'm not saying it doesn't work at all. It's just 
not the easiest um, thing to see progress with things budging. So, I mean, I I have like a lot of weird processes that I'm able to kind of like practice and do just because I just that's just how I like to spend my free time. Um, So a lot of people who are interested in in modern day psychology know a lot about like grounding and deep breathing and mindfulness and all those things and you know i know you know sometimes you know that that can be the worst thing right almost like when somebody tells you like like i don't know like not everybody's spoken to like therapists but like I mean, I don't, I don't mind sharing that I've talked to therapists. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, you know. Um, obviously, I mean, I work in the field. Obviously, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, and you know, I like different professional perspectives that are um, unbiased people. One thing I don't like is when, is when you know, you tell them one one thing that might be bothering you and then they're just like here's a bunch of worksheets and you know here like do these cbt worksheets do these act worksheets do these dbt worksheets and uh you know i'll give you like a deep breathing script and it's like thanks for that like I know that that's not why I came here. I could have googled these by myself and done them on my own free time. Like we know, you know, sometimes some people don't know, but it's almost becoming more common knowledge nowadays that people kind of know like the basic self-help stuff. At least at least where I'm from in the area where I live in Southern California, it's common. I don't know. I mean, there's still the stigma with, you know, emotional types of things you know people kind of do still have a stigma worldwide around it but where I live it's like one of the birthplaces of a lot of things regarding psychology um not the birthplace but a lot of different alternative therapy methods were definitely developed in California and you know people out here practice all sorts of stuff um and have all sorts of workshops of you know reiki types of things and all kind like every all kind of things that are just you know you couldn't get insurance to pay for it if you tried like it's it's stuff that's kind of out there but it it actually works too and so One thing that I notice is um, electronic devices. Mind you, I use them so much. I mean, I'm on the computer at work. I report, I record on podcasts. You know, I'm on my computer editing things, you know, for my own personal hobbies. You know, I'm online on computers, on devices between laptops and cell phones i spend a lot of my day with these types of devices um but even just like the habits with them the habits that come with them 
the scrolling, the pick up your phone, the take your phone out of your pocket and, and, you know, scan your face and, and just go in and just like deep dive into like whatever app you automatically press. I mean, like I get to a point sometimes where I even have something on my mind, for example, like this happens so much. I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, my friend who goes to concerts, you know, I know he posted something on Instagram. He responded to me on Sunday. I'm thinking this out loud. This is really something that happened. He responded to me on su- on Sunday and I saw that he responded, but I didn't read what he wrote. And I'm even thinking about it now on a Tuesday. And I'm like, okay. And I think it was yesterday or Sunday. I went in um, to Instagram and scrolled all around and I got distracted watching all kinds of little video clips and like looking at all kinds of stuff and then sometimes somehow I went into YouTube and started like watching something and like scrolling through videos and scrolling and scrolling and I'm like I don't even know what I'm looking for I'm just waiting for something to like click you know and then I'm like you know it starts stressing me out like it, it makes your heart rate go up it's stressful um And then I'm like, okay, I'll turn off my, you know, just, you know, turn off the home screen, put my phone upside down, just leave it alone. And so I do that. And then I'm like, you know, I'm like, what was I going to? Oh, yeah, I was going to look at my friend's Instagram message that he sent me. And then I get back in my phone and I'm in some other app and I'm like, oh, I wonder if I still have TikTok. Let me go over there and let me check my bank and let me. I'm like, you know, then I turn off my phone and then I'm like, shoot, I still didn't check the stupid thing. Monday comes around. I'm like, okay, I'm going to check this, you know. And it's like, you know, it's Tuesday. I still haven't checked this freaking message, what he sent me. Um, I've gotten too distracted with other stuff. And it's like, I know I'm not the only one because I'm not even as detached, as attached to my devices as most people are. Um, But I do notice... recently that I have to catch myself so one way I caught myself um I think I've maybe talked about this before but one way to figure out about your energy your mood how to shift it is sitting in the silence with things and eventually when it becomes uncomfortable that's what you want to look at is what is the discomfort that's coming up now i will tell you if you are in some kind of vulnerable sensitive situation you probably don't want to be doing this on a regular basis or you don't want to like push yourself too hard on it at all but it's kind of a method that i like just because i find it beneficial and even if i'm not gonna fully stop doing something I will um, use this method to um, just not even maybe fully train my brain, but just to get my mind to be more aware and think. So an example of what this looks like, um, a lot of people know I was raised, mm, I was raised in a culture that, you know, keeps a form of of the sabbath um not jewish not you know it's not specifically exactly how jewish people keep the sabbath but recognized 
in the same time frame as the Jewish Sabbath, um, with the same general idea of, you know, resting from work um, from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Now, the time shifts because it changes every week. Um, So throughout the year, the Sabbath shifts, right? During the summer, you know, you know, it can be 8 p.m. or something when it starts and then 8 p.m. or something when it ends. During, you know, the winter, it could be like 4 or 4.30 something when it when it starts and 4.30 something when it ends. So if you're very strict and you don't work at all during those hours, then, you know, you might end up changing your work schedule. If you have a 9 to 5, there are some weeks where you're not working um, Friday nights because um, the sun goes down before 5 p.m. Um, it's not a lot of the year, but there are certain certain weeks where this is going to come up. Um, and so that's one thing. And then even thinking about if you wanted to do something as strict as that, just some kind of a practice, not even necessarily for religious reason or spiritual reason, but just a practice to test yourself to see, you know, what can I detach myself from and what does that do to my mind? What does that do to my body? What does it do to me when I think about having to shift my schedule? A lot of people would worry about losing their jobs or getting judged at work or people being like, oh, what are you doing? Are you becoming religious now? Or like, what are you doing? You know, like people getting nosy in your business about something. I mean, it's kind of a personal choice. Um... It's not really something that people should feel like they have to even talk about. But if you want to do it for work, I mean, you're going to have to tell your boss usually. And if you weren't already doing it before, that's already a challenge that comes up where it's like, okay, like now I got to tell my boss that I need to do this thing because of whatever personal reasons. And, you know, they can't really discriminate against you, but... They might find other reasons to maybe let you go or not give you those days off or make you compensate by working on a Sunday or some some other thing that you'd have to decide around. Or you might just pick a job where you end early or you can shift your schedule once a week on a Friday for a few weeks out of the month um, to get off work at 3 p.m. or something. I don't know. So that's almost as strict as it could get, um, is the not working, not doing anything. Um, for myself, um, I, I'll share at the moment because I don't mind sharing like right now. But like what I've been doing lately is more related to um, entertainment, um, television, um, internet, um my cell phone apps on my cell phone my computer you know what i do on my computer which is usually either music or writing um which is usually for the podcast or blog or other websites and stuff and writing free writing and i tell myself something simple like i you know i set i set a goal I set, you know, a, you know, goal for that time period, for that Sabbath time period. And so lately what I've been doing is, 
you know, not really paying attention to anything that has to do directly with money, finances, right? Um, not paying direct attention to anything that has to do with, um, um, I'm talking about the content I consume. So I don't really watch or listen to podcasts or anything that has to do with money, with, um, you know, violence, like just regular kind of storylines, like take like Fast and the Furious or like, I don't know, Game of Thrones or whatever, stuff like that. Like I, I don't watch that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody or worse. It's always an experiment, right? Um, and I'm just trying to describe it because it's definitely left a positive dent in my life um, to have practices that I do, that there are things that I do. It's not something that I expect anybody else to care about. Or I'm just mentioning it in case people like to try different things. I'm just explaining what I do that helps me, that I find beneficial, that is fun for now, even though it's very challenging, but it's, you know, in a way it's, um, nice and refreshing. I notice I feel way better after the fact, like way better. It's hard to even explain how much better. Um, so I, you know, the content I do consume can be about religion. That's any religion. It doesn't, doesn't have to be my religion that I was raised in or anything that I like personally believe just anything with religion, belief, spirituality, um, self, self care kind of like, um, if it's like fitness, like exercise, nature, like anything that's just kind of naturally gonna enrich my life and not just consuming for entertainment purposes only. Um, and just, yeah, that is mostly what I kind of watch. I don't really watch sports too much. Um, now the exceptions that I have are if I have friends that we have important plans together, I'll do whatever we're doing, you know? Um, I'm not going to say anything about it or, you know, try not to do it or whatever. I, you know, if we're going to a movie, I'm going to a movie. I don't care if it's, you know, not a movie I would watch on my own personal time during that time period. I'll go to the movie. I'll go, you know, shopping and buy stuff. I'll, you know, if my, if somebody I know wants to, you know, go, um, do something for profit, you know, um, and, you know, and we're just hanging out and it just happens to be part of our plans. I'll do it. Um, I, I, when it comes to social things, that's a little bit different for me. Um, partying is one of those things where I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'll just see how I feel about it. Um, try to pay attention to what I actually need. Do I need this time alone to just disconnect in this way? Or do I need to like socialize with my friends and go out and just like forget about stuff for a couple hours and just, you know, be around some loud music and just like party? Like, what do I feel like I need for myself? 
what's gonna what's gonna benefit benefit my energy more is am I gonna be like man I wish I would have gone because pretty much everything is gonna occur on like a Friday night or a Saturday you know you might have to get somewhere before the sun goes down you know so a lot of things occur during those times and I changed my mind you know I I alter this. I change my mind. There are times when I don't do this at all and I just grind through the whole week and don't even really look back and don't even like focus on like, you know, disconnecting at all from anything, no matter what it's, you know, if it's if it's getting to me or draining me or anything. And I will just keep on and keep on like so I definitely have time periods where I'm just like, I don't care about any of this, any practices of any kind. And I'm just going to go and do whatever I want when I feel like it. Um, I'm kind of out of that time period at the moment, obviously. But um, I kind of, you know, that's one thing is just kind of the type of content I consume. Um, And just, you know, I just sit and I think about it, you know the content that I'm consuming and it's interesting how much I have to think about it and it's also interesting how on occasion I forget and I'm like down the rabbit hole somewhere and I'm like oh shoot I wasn't I wasn't gonna be watching this stuff I like I can put stuff maybe on my watch later list like you know I'll give myself that but I'm not like looking through it, looking at it, you know, looking at the comments, like nothing. I'm not going through any of it. Um I record some content on those days. I try to record um like stuff either that's about spirituality or religion or nature or when I say nature like kind of like social nature. Um I recently did like a an LGBTQ plus kind of uh short series that I think I recorded all during a Sabbath time period um of just short well some of the episodes there's like a a longer overview and then like short little episodes in there (coughs) um and that's kind of mostly what I what I do um that that's something that's a little newer that's one of the more impacting things I I've tried um and just notice where there's any kind of anxiety or stress coming up I literally at times get like man I don't want to watch any more of these like Osho videos or whatever and I just want to like like watch you know just give me like transformers or something on the big screen and like I just want to sit there and like watch it you know and I'm like where is that coming from like the need to be like constantly like overly stimulated by like excitement and explosions it's like you know these movies are gonna be there they're gonna be there when the sun goes down on Saturday night you know I can watch it then it's not like I'm busy it's the weekend still right I still have the whole weekend. Like, I get weekends off, so I still have the whole weekend if I want to watch movies and stuff. But it it's nice to... The first thing that I do when I'm done with my shift for the week is, you know, get all my errands and everything kind of fully out of the way so that I don't have to be doing anything on, on, the, on Saturday or Sunday as far as the errands and stuff. That's ideally what it would look like. 
and then um, just use my Sabbath time period to be able to kind of reconnect with with nature in general, with the universe, with nature, just not really being too overwhelmed by things that seem like usually they're kind of controlling us. And the way I say that is because it seems like it's not hard, like it's not hard, um, like it's not hard to do. And again, like I mentioned, I'm not usually fully always into a lot of the mainstream stuff. Um, I'm getting a little more into watching stuff because I'm, you know, at my family's house and like we do have a television here. So, you know, I do kind of more often, you know, watch sports and, you know, there's advertisements sometimes, well, all the time and... I think um, when I was at the hotel, you know, I've been at, at hotels a lot, too, when I go down to San Diego. And when I was in the hotel, you know, I was watching, what was I watching? I was watching, like, one of those pawning shows, like Pawn Stars or something. It just, like, reruns. I think I've even, like, seen them before online. And I was watching just episodes of that back-to-back. <clears throat> kind of in the background when I was like on hold at work and stuff working from the hotel and um it's just stuff like that I'm I'm like you know that kind of like constant need for like stimulation um and you know sports yeah I'll watch some sports um Usually I like to choose what I'm going to watch. <clears throat> and so that's kind of one method that I use, you know, is the Sabbath method um, that kind of, you know, lets me know what's going on with myself. It's like when you when you disconnect, I'm not even saying I don't watch YouTube or that I don't watch, you know, uh, movies, or that I don't watch anything, or that I don't do anything. I just cut a few things out for 24 hours or so. A few things. And I'm I'm still doing mostly all the other stuff that I would normally do. I'm not working, because I don't work during those times anyways. Um, I don't touch anything that has to do with work. Um, Most of my life has been like that. Whenever the Sabbath comes around, I almost always was not, I mean, I was kind of raised culturally with the, with the Sabbath being like a very taboo thing to not do. So it is still a part of like my mindset that I'm very aware of sundown times when the sun rises, when the sun sets almost all the time of the year. I'm constantly checking, you know, checking my, you know, the sun, sundown times and like different things like that. Like, and it's kind of weird, maybe, but it's just something that I'm very in tune with as well as like lunar cycles and things like that. Um, Because a lot of, you know, Jewish holy days take place 
based on like the moon and <clears throat> it's something that I think a lot of you know western you know Americans don't really pay too much attention to but I'm very connected to that um and um throughout the year even during like most weekdays you know I usually try to go like right before I'm unwinding I try to go outside even if it's like superficial like go outside um unlock my car doors lock my car doors you know something like that it's like this is meaningless but I'm just like locking up my car or like even though it's locked obviously it's gonna be locked I live in I'm in LA right now it's it's locked it's freaking locked but um yeah um I lock the you know I'll go out and you know just I'm not really watching the sunset I can't see it exactly from the house because there's like a hill a couple hills um So the sun actually sets a lot earlier behind the hill. But like if I go to the beach, which is like right there, I can definitely watch a sunset every day if I really wanted to. Um, And then excuse me. Wow. Um, Not just the you know, the sunset, but, you know, I, like I mentioned, I wake up ridiculously early too, so a lot of times I'm awake and the sun's not even out yet, um, that's very common for me too, um, and so, yeah, like, the Sabbath is definitely something that kind of alerts me to, what's going on, it kind of reconnects me, with certain aspects of nature, like, like, when it's night, when the sun goes down, when the sun's setting, and I notice, you know, the sun's setting earlier and earlier, it's still setting in the range of, like, 8 p.m. where I live, very, very soon, it's gonna be in the range of the 7 p.m. time periods, you know, and it's just gonna keep changing and changing, um, yeah, the summer solstice wasn't that long ago, and in, in in like a little later in June, almost about a whole month ago, <clears throat> when the sun was setting like eight thirty ish p.m. or so late, um, and now it's almost gonna be like seven fifty something, within just a few days, and so, <clears throat> you know, I get aware of things like that and. You know, the time that the sun comes up is is changing too. And yeah, it just kind of keeps me kind of like a little more, I don't know if the word's grounded, but a little more aware of like what's actually happening, you know, in my mind and in the earth, you know, in general. Um... Because, you know, days can, days can tend to drag. Um, days can tend to feel like, okay, every day is like the same thing. And then, like, you have the weekend. And then probably during your work or school week, there's, like, different days where there's different stuff happening a little bit. But 
ultimately most of us have kind of the same routine going on that we do most of the day and it gets monotonous and just paying attention to something like sun sundown times and like going outside not exactly on the dot of sunset but like I'll usually go outside within within probably like a 20 15 20 minutes of the sun setting and I'm pretty like conscious of it um I notice I'll fall off of it sometimes too and I won't be conscious of it and I'll just be like those are the times when I can tell when I don't even realize oh shoot it's about that time for the sun to be setting um I'm gonna like go outside get a little fresh air mind you like two minutes two to three minutes I'm not even like out there long you know I'll just sit on the front step or like watch some traffic or sit on the like we have like a yard that has like bricks around and I'll sit like on like the brick the little brick wall on our front yard or something it's usually the front yard um I'll just go outside and just kind of it's just the whole purpose of like this is the end of today and like it's over and I like to kind of witness it I'm like I like to witness the end of like every day like just out in the fresh air just witnessing how the day is ending and it's over and um we're moving into some something new it's shifting now to to the next to the night time rest and to the next day um i believe in jewish culture the day actually starts with the sundown so after the sun goes down it's now evening that's the next day technically right uh, mainly because of how the bible says you know and there was evening and there was morning and that was the first day and there was evening and there was morning and that was the second day and that the bible is kind of worded like that like um in the very beginning in genesis and talking about creation and you know i mean if it started with evening then it's like okay now we're still starting with evening so when the sun goes down, this is now officially that day is done and now we're in the next phase. But I mean, I still live like in the US and you know, the US doesn't really see it like that necessarily. Like you start your next day of the calendar when the sun come when it's mid like after midnight pretty much the next is the next morning. Um it's midnight. It's not sundown those are two different things um so um that's one thing I do is just cutting things out and in addition to cutting things out I add things in so another thing that I do is forms of meditation now I'm very free flowing with this. Um I've I've had days where I did like every hour or every other hour um meditating and once I kind of lost my focus, I would stop. Like I'll I'll do it different ways. So I've done like a whole like once I lose my focus, then I just kind of move on and just don't do it and don't push myself. Um, and I'll do it like every hour like that, or maybe every other hour like that, or every two hours like that. Um, 
I'll just pick how how much I'm going to do it and try to do it every hour, every other hour for like a certain time frame. Um, if it's every like couple hours, I could do that for like the whole day because it's like every couple hours, like, you know, it's not like it's that much, but when it's every hour, I'm not going to do like 30 minutes of meditation every hour. I, I, I don't, I don't really do that. I've thought about it, I've thought about it, but I'm like, I don't really know if I'm really going to do that anytime soon, honestly. Um, um, so yeah, the meditating and again, with meditation, for me, it can kind of be the same. Um, I definitely try like a gentle approach to when my focus shifts to kind of, um, you know, keep like a, a, an approach when my, when my focus shifts to, uh, not be, not be doing that. Um, but sometimes I'll push and when I push, I almost always reach a level of discomfort. And then again, there we are at that ideal place where I want to, where I want to get. Cause then it's like, I've hit my limit. I've hit the point where I need to work on, on, where I need to like work on this kind of the same thing with like the iPhone or, you know, being online or whatever, watching YouTube or if I'm on Instagram or whatever. Um, and getting to a point where I, where I, you know, get to that discomfort level and I try to push, you know, a little bit past it, you know, and, you know, I'll try not to come out of it. Usually it passes. So it's almost like, this is going to be the dumbest example, but it's almost like when you run, you know, when you run, when mind, if you're like in some kind of okay shape, right? I'm not talking like somebody who hasn't run for like 10 years and then you just start running. This isn't the same thing, but if you run or jog or walk or whatever, there's usually going to be that, like, very beginning where it's like, oh, this is fine. Like, the first few steps is like, this is just fine. I can just run. It's not a problem. And then you get, um, you run, and then it gets a little challenging, and then it gets a little harder and harder and harder to a certain point. But if you push past that, usually you're going to reach a point where now it feels better and you actually feel better now than you did at the very beginning and you're still running and meditating that does happen too um at least for me it does i get to a discomfort point and then i can push past it to a point that's like now this feels way better than than it did you know like um before Um, but sometimes I like to stop at the discomfort and not push. Sometimes I can't push. Sometimes I'm like, this is way too uncomfortable to push. Like, what the heck is going on? I did not expect that. And it's just eye-opening a lot of the time. I find it pretty, um, um, interesting to say the least 
to have those experiences because it's like you know it tell it's like an interesting thing to have like silence tell you something and that's kind of how i i see like the sabbath is like that you're kind of silencing a lot of things in your life um you know disconnecting from a lot of things in your life for a 24 hour period um meditations like that you know you're you're kind of disconnecting from a lot of you know stimulations of different kinds and you're focusing on your breathing you're focusing on your on your body the contact of your body onto different surfaces unless you are able to float or levitate um you're usually going to be touching something even if it's your shoes standing um I like to lay down it's kind of like a good nighttime routine for me to like lay down kind of flat maybe on my back or something like that and just focus on you know I kind of learned this recently so kind of like when I'm having trouble kind of um calming my mind just laying there on my back and feeling every point of the surface that my that my body is touching like on a bed or yoga mat or whatever I'm laying on couch or whatever and I'm just laying there and it's like at my heels touching my you know my calves my you know all my back my head my neck my arms like the back part of my arms where my elbows are maybe my hands are palms down maybe they're palms up and all the surfaces are touching the the bed or whatever it is and I feel that and it basically feels um it's kind of like um <clears throat> it's pretty intense honestly um to just feel all the surfaces touching and to just focus on that it's hard to focus on all that i mean it it's 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 not like an intense um it's not like pain or anything like that it's not like too obvious it's pretty subtle but the more you focus on it because there are so many points of your skin touching a surface the more you focus on it it's really hard to focus on other thoughts on other things you can kind of focus on like your breathing your breathing speeds your breathing depth and all the surfaces touching uh, touching your skin and even give that like a minute and usually you'll be able to have your mind calm enough that you can get into a state to meditate or if you pray or whatever you're trying to do usually that will just like shut everything like kind of like way a lot of levels lower um so that I can actually like stop my mind just like racing all over the place and just like frantically like searching to catch thoughts and I just can't like can't just like stop doing that like I have to have like some kind of buffer that's kind of my buffer like between it's almost like I mean people who know me well know that like when I'm off work I don't really like to do anything 
um, too important. I don't like to go straight from work to doing some other specific thing. I like to go from work to something in between and then home, you know, or then, you know, what I would consider the next important task of my day. Um, I like to have like that buffer. So before when I would drive to and from work, that would be like either running an errand to like go get a couple groceries or go to the gym for a few minutes. I mean, there were days where I literally just went to the gym um, with my headphones, sat on a bike, watched two YouTube videos, um, checked my emails and all my social media posts and responded to everybody. And by that time, it was already 30 minutes. It's like, it's really not that much time. And I would do that every day on the like front facing bike and just sit there and just like chill, getting in a little bit of exercise, you know. And then I just leave, and that was fine. Um, but yeah, those are kind of that's 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 long. I've been talking a while. I can feel it because my throat feels really weird. Um, but those are some of the things that you know I've kind of learned that I do almost daily, weekly. And then sometimes I just totally fall off and I don't do like any of it and I don't really care. And I'm just like, screw this. I'm going to do what I want. But I always kind of come back to it, honestly. It's just kind of like my way of being able to kind of like make sense of of being connected with pretty much with the universe, with earth, with nature, with myself. Um, it's easy to feel pretty disconnected in the world we live in because we're so, you know, stuck doing so much all the time um a lot of jobs are pretty you know tech heavy I mean I don't even work in tech but I mean if I didn't know how to like bug things a little bit and um you know kind of you know uh, troubleshoot a little bit on my own if I didn't know how to do that um I don't think I could do my job, honestly, with the amount of times the Wi-Fi disconnects and all the weird stuff you have to log into and all these password password confirmations and all this stuff. You're just like, oh, my goodness. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, full circle, when it comes to happiness in general, I think it really does help to make rituals, routines, uh, something that's meaning- meaningful to you. Um, something that's, you know, beneficial to you. And if you don't know where to start, um, if you don't really know what you value, one thing, one thing you can kind of think about is what is it that you do or think about or have in your life that, you know, you would wake up at four in the morning to do it you would lose sleep to to do it because you like it so much. Um, you would spend money to do it. You would maybe go into debt to do it. Like, I'm not saying, like, do reckless things at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, when you have a passion for something, when you have hobbies, when you have interests, when you have something that you really care about, there's almost nothing that's going to get in your way of doing it. Even if you're really in a bad mood and even if you really just don't want to do things and you're like 
sad or you just like don't want to you know be you know around people and then this opportunity comes up to do something that you really love you're probably gonna do it right um because you care about it even if it's something as simple as like watching a video on youtube or like watching a netflix movie or whatever you see that new episode out and you're like i want to watch this you know it doesn't matter if it's midnight and you need to go to bed because you got to work in the morning you're you're excited to watch it even if you don't watch it that moment it's something that kind of gets you kind of out of your like zone of like ah i could put this off and wait this can wait i wish this could wait till later i wish i could spend my time doing other things not doing this right now um those things usually aren't going to be things that are going to shift your mood. Usually what's going to shift your mood is going to be, it doesn't have to be something external, but I'm just thinking about things that are potentially external things, but they could be internal things too. Like what are, what is it that you're going to do that you wouldn't really otherwise, um, like everything else, regardless of your energy, you know, you would put on the back burner to do this one thing, you know, or a couple things. You might have more than one thing that you really love, but that kind of gives you an idea of what it is, you know, like for me, snowboarding is a big one. Um, it doesn't matter to me if I need to be spending my money on other things, like um, I've had times in my life when I couldn't even really, like, afford, you know, like, expensive, nice groceries, but I, I would get them, you know, I could, I could afford them, but I'd have to, like, blow off other kind of, like, hangouts and parties and stuff to get these, like, nice foods and groceries and stuff. Snowboard season comes around, I don't mind eating lentils and ramen and all, it's like, dude, I gotta buy these lift tickets, you know, like, I don't really care about any of the other stuff. Um... So that's one thing. Another, you know, snowboarding, definitely. Um, If I'm in the mood to write music, then yeah, writing music. Um, Definitely just working on projects that I kind of pull out of my mind that I'm like, okay, I got these goals to do this. I'm going to do this now. And I kind of have little project babies that I kind of like to create. And, you know, I can stay up too late doing that kind of stuff, too. And I can be like, just like right now, it's like lights out at 10 or lights out a little before 10. And it's nine minutes after 10. And here I still am over here recording this thing. Um, Like a lot of things I kind of do, but don't really. I still haven't talked them through or written them down. Not that, you know, me documenting things is really, like, the most important thing on the face of the planet, but, um, I like to, I like to play with ideas, I like to challenge, um, myself in weird ways, um, I really like to disconnect from what I think I need, um, I'm not talking, like, food, shelter, water, I'm just saying, like, there's other stuff that sometimes I think I need or think is going to benefit me or think my life is going to be happier or better if I have it or if I consume it or if I watch it or if I entertain myself with it and then I disconnect from it and I'm like, that's yeah, not even a necessity. And I shock myself sometimes. I really do shock myself with the things that come up 
with, you know, when I'm disconnected, um, when I disconnect myself, um, it's just like, I just took the plug out and I'll be back online later, you know, like I'm, you know, I I don't think I've done a full day of no phone or a full day of no internet. I mean, I've probably done the no internet before just because, you know, we've had days before when our internet maybe went out completely. But nowadays it's like we've got 5G, we've got, you know, I've got a hotspot. Like, I, you know, it's going to be real hard for me to not be be able to be online uh, for a whole day. Like, I have to actively not want to do it and that doesn't sound appealing to me at all right now and and even things like that when I think about like how weird is that that I that I probably wouldn't spend a day offline that means like no texting my friends no checking my apps messages um I don't know that would be I probably wouldn't do it yet but even just thinking about why would I not do that? It doesn't seem on the surface to be something that would be painful or hard. But it's like, there's a reason that we do these things, you know, because we find a benefit in them. And it's not always a benefit, you know, but we feel at a certain point sometimes like we can't not do these things and I've talked about it before kind of how I've noticed the evolution of um of you know devices and things um compared to my childhood you know I was I was raised you know I I mentioned this so much because it's part of my culture I can't like not mention it but you know being raised with the sabbath and being raised around people I'm not going to go into way too much detail because I always do but being raised around a lot of people who were very, you know, we call them Sabbatarians. Um, you know, they they keep the the Sabbath pretty strictly without fail in whatever way they're keeping it. But, you know, I was raised usually with the stigma around um, television and radio, especially secular television and secular radio. Um, and then there was a certain point where, you know, there was the desktop computer that most people had in their houses with dial-up internet, um, that most people wouldn't use. And a lot of people would maybe not buy, (coughs) buy things, purchase things, even if that's food, they'd, they'd already have the food in the house. And then some people were even more, you know, strict with it and they wouldn't um, cook anything, or they wouldn't, you know, work at all, or study at all, and and mind you, it's 24 hours, it's not like it's a week, it's, it's Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, for most people, you're not, most people aren't scheduled to be doing stuff during that time period anyways, right, so it's not like somebody's asking you, don't do these things, but you're, like, busy running around, like, you could literally, most people could literally just be home the whole time, even if they're not going to any kind of service. Most people, I'm not saying everybody, but most people could be home. And so that's kind of why it's like weird that it's like 
is such a hard thing. And and ever since the devices got more handheld, I think it started with when people had the sidekicks and blackberries. And then, you know, people started getting phones like the Razors where you could text with like T9 and stuff like that. Um, I think the sidekick just had a keyboard so you didn't have to use T9. And then, you know, the Blackberry had a keyboard too and had internet. The Razor had internet to some extent. <clears throat> there were some things that had internet capabilities. And the once it hit the smartphone... Once those started coming out, I no longer heard this discussion about detaching, you know, from technology. And you'll literally see kids like in churches watching cartoons on their on their on their parents' iPads, on their parents' iPhones, on their on smart devices, on tablets. Um, you know and I'm not I'm not trying to be judgmental about it. I'm just saying when I was younger that would be almost equivalent to bringing like a discman or walkman to church that's not that's like not you know church music or church CDs and having them in the middle of church listening to like K-rock or something on on headphones. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying like that would have never happened back then. Um I don't know people who didn't use the phone. That wasn't something that I knew uh, that I ever heard anybody talk about. But usually it was TV, radio. And if you were going to listen or watch TV or radio, it was usually going to be classical music, maybe jazz, um, lyricless music, and, you know, religious music, meaning Christian religious. It wasn't like buddhist monks or or something like that like it was usually like christian religious and so you know i grew up with this kind of a discipline and my like i mentioned before my family was not that strict we would mostly watch sports um there would be a lot of good sports games on the sabbath you know like if you were following like uefa champions league or like the gold cup or like whatever you were following like there were always good games on and you know our family liked sports and we would watch sports and we'd have people over and watch sports and we always had movie channels and not always but a lot of times we have movie channels so you know um we would watch movies um but like before church we'd always have like church music playing or like tbn or like some kind of videos that we might have or something that were like religious related and yeah it was it was always interesting um but yeah it's like I kind of ask myself why like why is it that the church itself kind of stopped with the idea around um smartphones and tablets um why did they stop you know talking about like disconnecting from those things because I did find it hard to disconnect from tv and radio but also it's like I was young too and I had friends and we could just go around and go to the beach and and go do stuff mind you we couldn't play sports or like go swimming in the water or whatever but we could like take blankets to the beach and like 
chill at the beach and relax and talk and like hike we could go hiking like there was things we could do go to the park you know play you know play on the equipment and stuff but um there were definitely a lot of rules and they were kind of like made up like every family every household every church it just depended how strict you were how strict you wanted to be um how strict you wanted to appear some people it was like all appearance um and if I always talk about Adventist stuff because I love it so much still. Um, and yeah, if you've ever heard of Badventist, uh, look up Badventist Adventist alert. It's the funniest thing. Um, it's supposed to be comedy. Um, it, I find it funny. But um, yeah, but yeah, I've been talking almost 90 minutes now. But yeah, I think happiness is definitely important and it it's possible to find ways to alter your energy your mood and shift your mood and incorporating some of these types of methods really helps um <clears throat> at least for me it helps um you know just being connected with different things helps me and it helps put things in perspective you know there's something about ending the day ending the last the last bit of daylight coming into a new phase of 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 a day or a different day or whatever it may be and just kind of reflecting on things and thinking about you know just like okay if I even feel like I have like some kind of a problem it's like you know, the earth is so big, the world is so giant, you know, what is my little problem in the scope of, like, you know, the idea of, like, daytime and nighttime, or, like, a day, like, changing into a whole other day, and, like, what, um, what goes into that with, like, the moon and the sun and, like, the rotation of the earth and all these things, it's, like, really, and here I am, just, like, this little speck with something, in a blip of time that I'm not even going to remember myself but then within days or weeks or months or years of it happening like it's all a lot of times it's all just like not as significant as it seems and mind you you know I'm talking about people who have their basic needs met and not severe issues going on um and my heart definitely goes out to those people who are who are struggling a lot it can be any of us at any moment in all honesty and that it's not meant to sound like, you know, scare kind of thing, but things are getting kind of, kind of weird out there, as we all know, um, but yeah, that wasn't meant to take, like, a negative turn at all, but I just, you know, I may not sound, like, super happy while I'm talking, my throat feels weird, and it's kind of hard to talk like I normally do, I'm actually, like, in a decent mood, um, I just know I should be going to sleep soon, so, um, I just kind of wanted to record something, because I haven't, I haven't really recorded on this topic before, not much anyways, but I probably will, because I know that a lot of the topics out there, whether it's around finance, or social things, or, you know, social changes, and all sorts of stuff changing around, um, whatever the, you know, area may be, 
a lot of it is geared towards negative. I, I consume a lot of YouTube content and I notice a lot of it has turned towards just like negative, scare, beware, be afraid, like all this impending doom is upon us. And it's like, I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, we don't really need to fill all of our day with it. It's important to be like aware and like knowledgeable of things. But I mean, once you kind of know what's going on, you don't really need more information sometimes. Sometimes you get like enough information to go by and you don't need to keep listening to it all day long. It's like it's not helpful for the brain, for the mind. It's not helpful for the soul at all um, to be like consuming news content and stuff that's like high, high stimulation um, if anything, that's probably the one thing, if anything, that I learned from being raised in, in the religion that I did, is that high stimulation impacts you severely. Low stimul stimulation can, too. Like, if it's way too low, um, it'll, it'll impact you, too, um, negatively. But high stimulation, constant stimulation, lack of, you know, breaks, last, lack of disconnecting. It all impacts us, and a lot of times when I notice that, you know, my mood has, like, shifted towards a direction I don't really want it in, it's usually because I haven't been disconnecting from things that are strenuous. Even though if I find them entertaining, they might be fun, they might make me laugh, it might be cool, but it's still your mind thinking, your mind, you know, um, getting... Um, very like wrapped up in you know like focusing on like these ideas and comedians and movies and storylines and all the stuff that even if you've seen it I, I like to rewatch stuff that I've seen a lot and I'll rewatch it over and over and over again and I really enjoy doing that because it is a little less stressful because I already know like some things I like that are like very low stimulation that I've watched multiple times like leave it to beaver um things like that that are just like old and you know i've seen so much of it and i don't really need to watch it but i still find it interesting and i don't like fully fully remember all the details all the time so i can still kind of just watch it when i feel up to that but um all right i'm really gonna stop recording for now because it's late and this is super long but I obviously had nothing else to do tonight and this was kind of on my mind so I figured this would be the perfect night to record this because I was wanting to record it but other times I was driving and I was like I don't know if I can record this while I'm driving um I hope the fan in the back isn't too loud but with that thanks for listening